0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Regarding ID podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. A new report suggests a lot of mobile devices will be utilizing biometric authentication in the next two years. The report, titled Biometrics Offer Promise for More Secure Smartphones, finds that smartphones are much more than simple communication tools and contain information that needs to be secured. The author is Denise Culver, a telecommunications researcher and a research analyst with Heavy Reading, an organization that analyzes emerging telecom trends.
1: In many ways, vendors, telecommunications and and other types of vendors and service providers have barely scratched the surface of what smartphones and technology like near-field communications and secure element technology can do to secure services on smartphones. So the report was really to look at biometrics and how applications like mobile wallets and ticketing, which are really pretty new technologies, how they're emerging, and the report specifically examined how biometrics fit into all of that equation. Um, there were a lot of findings. First, that regulatory compliance requirements are really a big driver for biometrics. So industries like banking and healthcare, those that have um, a lot of regulatory and government compliance that they have to adhere to, those are the first ones that are incorporating biometric authentication. I also learned and researched about biometrics being a good bet for telecom service providers, which is important from my end of the game because um, biometrics gives them a strong way in which to differentiate their services from competitors and that gives them more ability to compete and to draw new consumers through smartphone apps. And then I guess the last thing would be the complication to biometrics growing is that there's a lack of industry standards, which isn't surprising because it's so new. But Those industry standards are needed to regulate biometric authentication. Until they're established, it's going to delay it some. It's just going to take some time for them to figure out what those standards are and how to get everybody on board with them.
0: Mobile has its own security risks, and the need for self-preservation is becoming more necessary in the industry. But Culver says the risk with smartphones isn't much different from that of the Internet and in PCs.
1: Those industries have been facing those challenges for years. We, We all know about you know, spam and bots and and malware and all the bad things that can happen um, when you open up one of your devices to the Internet. The difference is that smartphones are mobile and they're very, very personal. So even when users have a corporate-owned device, they think of it as theirs, and they often treat it as such, which right now the big thing is B-Y-O-D, bring your own device, and how uh, enterprise IT is addressing the BYOD challenge, and corporate IT really faces a huge challenge in how to limit or control what people put on their mobile devices, and when we're talking about mobile devices, we're not just talking about smartphones, but also tablets, readers, anything really that's mobile and has Internet access. People often carry more than one device, and those devices store everything from personal banking information to healthcare data to sensitive enterprise data. So protecting them is not just necessary, it's vital.
0: Culver says there's been quite a bit of mergers and acquisitions in recent months in the mobile industry. All of that m and activity, she says, points to the importance of biometrics and smartphones.
1: There are some ones that I note in the report that I consider to be key ones. In July 2012, Apple spent $356 million to acquire OpenTech, which develops a fingerprint sensor for mobile phones. That ensures only the registered user of the phone can gain access to it. So instead of OTP, one-time passwords, you now have actually a fingerprint that the phone scans that, you know, enables you to gain access to the phone. And Optentech is important in large part because its customer base is so massive. They already have as their customers Fujitsu, Motorola, Nokia, Orange, and Samsung. And, of course, with Apple acquiring them, it essentially ensures that authentic technology will only be used to secure iPhones, iPads, and other iOS devices that Apple has on the drawing board. So that's a pretty big win for Apple. Also, in July 2012, Intel announced that it had acquired an Israeli medical device company, which develops heart-based biometric technology that enables computers, phones, and other mobile devices to personally recognize heartbeats. So the whatever device you're carrying, the phone will actually, or reader, whatever, will actually be able to tell that you're the authorized user by your heartbeat, because that's a unique signature that everyone has. In October of 2012, there were two additional acquisitions. Um, the first was an announcement by Google that it had purchased VUTL, which is a provider of facial recognition software, and obviously Google could use that on their smartphones and other devices to secure them so that you already have a really great camera and that kind of thing on your phone, and basically it just scans your face for facial recognition. And then the second one in October was an announcement by Microsoft that it had acquired Phone Factor, which has a biometric voice authentication product. That can be used on smartphones and other devices. So instead of you know having to scan anything or put in a number, um, you basically speak to your phone, and it's able to tell that it's you at that point.
0: Culver notes that smartphones already have the tools necessary to make biometrics work. Best-in-market cameras, radios with high-speed data rates, and HD screens that are large and bright. They also include advanced technologies like sensors, processors, memory, and user interfaces that are the perfect breeding ground for biometric authentication applications.
1: Today's smartphones are much more than simple communications devices, and they're even more than what personal computers are. This is actually evidenced by the fact that smartphones and tablets have so quickly overtaken the space that was once held primarily by personal computers. And if you think of it, it took much, much longer for PCs to gain that definition in space than it has for smartphones. Most people have only had smartphones predominantly in their lives in really the last 15 years, and it took PCs closer to about 30 to 40 years. So as smartphones and tablets and other mobile devices continue to proliferate, they will provide their users with really powerful mobile networked multimedia computing options. And as that happens, the need to secure them will become even greater because, of course, we will start entrusting them with even more of our personal information. And enterprises really will have no choice but to also enable them to be used for corporate data as well. With all of that said, I really do think biometrics will be integrated in a wide number of mobile devices, probably more slowly over the next two years and much more quickly um, in the following three years. So it'll be, I think, a pretty strong field for sure over the next five years.
0: Culver thinks it will become second nature for consumers to embrace the use of biometrics on their cell phones.
1: Consumers are so open to this kind of thing. I mean, you think about People who, you know, have an iPhone for six months and then the next version of the iPhone comes out, they've spent hundreds of dollars on the ones they've already had, and then they turn around and go out and buy the next one just because, you know, it has one more bell banger whistle to it. So consumers are the ones who are actually driving um, the usage of, of smartphones, and they'll be the ones who drive the use of biometrics on those phones as well. And then I think it'll trickle into the enterprise. Well, it may be more of a flood, but it will, it will become something the enterprise is very interested in doing. And part of that is actually going to be driven because consumers love to access personal and corporate data on their mobile devices, and they emphatically do not want that information hacked. Nobody wants to, you know, wake up one morning and find out that their banking information or credit card information or any of that has been hacked off their smartphone. So people are already accustomed to doing things like logins, passwords, um, and other kinds of security to protect those devices. So it's really not going to be much of a switch for them to do something like look into a screen that scans their retina or speak a word that allows the device to recognize their voice or even something that screens their face and shows, yes, this is the person that's that's supposed to access this phone. And that's really not going to be terribly difficult for consumers to adapt to, but it will provide a much-needed level of extra protection.
0: Denise Culver is a telecommunications researcher and author of Heavy Reading's report, Biometrics Offer Promise for More Secure Smartphones. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Regarding ID podcast.